That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Say, kids, this is why you should study your chemistry. Don't fake it. Maybe that's words of wisdom. There's your words of wisdom. Right there. <laughs> words of wisdom for tonight are don't fake it and study your chemistry. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts. I'm Peter Billman. I'm Cecil Davis. And we're just trying to have a conversation about not about Googling it, not about fact-checking it, just trying to have a conversation with what we know about a specific topic. And usually the <laughs> other guy doesn't know anything about the specific topic, and the other guy doesn't know what's coming at him. Right, or sometimes we don't know, neither one of us know about the topic. That could get interesting. <laughs> what's coming tonight? So, uh, so David, who supplied us with our uh, hats... Okay, uh, the that don't sound right hats. The that don't sound right hats. Uh, he um, sent this idea in, and I don't know anything about it, but uh, one of the reasons he sent it in is because of your profession. Yeah. Because you are a, as, as we have said many times on the show. I uh, work for an, in, I'm an engineer. I work for a heavy truck manufacturing company so you, in the area so you of know, Swedish descent. <laughs> so you know <laughs> about diesel fuel and diesel Diesel trucks, diesel technology. You even taught me that diesel can run under water because it runs off compression and not doesn't need a spark. Doesn't need a spark. So it won't short. In fact, uh, our listener in Africa who owns a diesel probably owns a diesel pickup. Mm -hmm. She said she learned that also. That could run under water. That's why I can run under water. As long as I can breathe. I have uh, I drove yeah, a I have a snorkel so it sucks in the air from the top. Right. Can't suck. Still have to have air. Still yeah. need to have air. Yeah. But that's why it works. Because they'll run a diesel underwater. Right. Yeah. When they're I mean, crossing yeah. when they're fjording rivers. Yes. So they uh, I used to drive a diesel. But Ooh. diesel's not what we're here to talk about specifically. Yeah, I drove a celebrity diesel. <laughs> Chevy whoa, 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 celebrity. Whoa, whoa. How are you able to drive that? Because those usually did not run. Uh, so it, it ran. It actually was a really good running car. No Celebr- Chevy Celebrity Diesel. This is where they took a gasoline engine and tried to convert it to a diesel. To a diesel. This yeah. was back in the dark ages of the 80s, yes. right? Was it, yeah, was yeah, it a 1982? Yeah. No, something. 80 something yeah. Celebrity Diesel. Oh my head. And uh, the only problem with it was is you couldn't run it below three quarters of a tank. <laughs> Unless you're going to keep running, what, like do you have a 50 gallon fuel tank. Well, so no, well, it wasn't much. So like, <laughs> if uh, if it got below three quarters of a tank, it tended to cut off. Oh, right. Uh, so what you wanted to do, like if you're on the highway, you could run it down and then just pull off and fill it up. But if you're going to be driving around town, yeah, you wanted three quarters or more because all the sloshing and usually. I don't know. That's really. I don't strange. know. Can't ever figure it out. That's that yet another thing about the diesel that, that don't sound that right. don't sound right. But it was, a, it was a great running car. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had several diesels, actually. I'm very surprised to hear that. Yeah. We had a celebrity wagon that was a diesel, too. Man, this is pretty amazing. But uh, the, what we're going to talk about tonight is DEF, D-E-F, mm-hmm. fluid. Yeah. That is added to diesel fuel. Right. 
And so this comes from David. He's, so his question is, is what is the pur- purpose of DEF, D-E-F, fluid? Yeah. So I have now exhausted my knowledge. <laughs> I know it's added to diesel. Well, the, the reason... I know it, its name. The reason he's probably asking it, because it just don't sound right, that you add DEF to your vehicle to make it run. Yes. That's probably why he's saying that, that, don't, sound that right. don't sound right. So the first, the first thing you need to understand is you don't put it in the diesel fuel. It doesn't go in the fuel. It has its own separate tank. Really? It does. Wait, well, tell me what DEF fluid is. So DEF stands for diesel exhaust fluid. So when you say DEF fluid, you're kind of saying fluid twice. Oh, yeah. But it stands for diesel exhaust fluid. Okay. And it was introduced by the diesel engine manufacturers to help meet the stringent emissions requirements of 2007 and 2010. So like a catalytic converter? Well, you need it. You need it before the catalytic converter. It's not really, it's called SCR. It's called a selective catalyst reducer. So it's like- The DEF is a SCR. And the DEF is a fluid that you spray in right before the SCR. It mixes with the exhaust, it passes through the catalyst, and it converts basically NH ammonia. So you've yep. got NH NH three ammonia. Okay, yep. I'm, I am going to rely on you a little. NH three for some chemical num for yeah. some chemical. All right, Scott, listen up because here comes my chemistry. So ammonia. So so anyway, mm. ammonia. This it can um, death fluid. It consists of uh, urea mm. and water. Okay. All right. Now. Urea is a combination of, well, when, when urea gets heated up, it turns into ammonia and some kind of iso, some, some kind of acid. Okay. All right. And then when that, when that acid gets mixed in, it turns into carbon dioxide and something else, I think, in nitrogen. Mm. All right. So what happens is when you, when you burn diesel fuel, there's a lot of things that come out of it. You get Particulate matter, so that's mm. the soot, that's the black smoke that you see. Right. All right. The other thing you get out of it is usually carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. You also get some water vapor. Um, you also get some some sulfuric uh, sulfur oxides. But when in 2007 they took most of the sulfur out of the fuel. So now I don't know if you've noticed, but if you're ever around a diesel pump, it doesn't smell nearly as bad. They pulled most of the sulfur out. So you don't have as much sulfur oxide coming out of it. But what you do have, the last thing you come out, have coming out is n- different nitrogen compounds. So NO, NO2, maybe some NO3. Now, those NO, we'll call it NOx, we'll call it NOx, all right? <laughs> all right. Those are known contributors to acid rain and smog. Oh, I gotcha. All right? Yep. So the whole point was to reduce the amount of nitrogen oxides coming out of the exhaust. There's a couple ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. One way you can do it is recirculate the exhaust, and that's what you might have heard of an EGR valve. Mm-hmm. All right, you can recir- we can re- recirculate the exhaust, and what you're doing is you're getting that you're and you run it a little bit hotter. Mm-hmm. You can eventually get those NOxes to turn into just the nitrogens and oxides. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Or not oxides, just oxygen. Or H two in a diesel engine coming out of the diesel engine. So just for our listeners who are not truck and or car oriented, this is all about at this point exhaust. It's it's all about off of a diesel engine. That's right. It's cleaning the exhaust of the diesel engine. So y'all remember 
big trucks with a big black smoke coming out. Yep. That's no more. There's because there's two things we were told to do. We had to pull out the particulate matter. Mm-hmm. We had to reduce that down. And it's a little part. part trucks don't have stacks on them anymore. They do have stacks, but there's not that black smoke coming out. I got you. Okay. But more and more trucks don't have the stacks. It's dumped to the ground. Hmm. The reason you dumped it up high, because you didn't want to fill the whole ground level area with this black smoke, right? right. So you pump it up much higher. These days, it comes out perfectly clean. So you can pump it out of the ground. Okay. But that aside, we had to clean that up. The other thing they they were told we had to clean up was the NOx. And so the limit at one time was, I think, two... Yeah, it was two grams mm. per horsepower hour. So we were asked, they changed the law, mm. we had to reduce it by 90%. Wow. So we had to get to point two. Gotcha. Point two. So you, you've been deeply involved in this, yes, obviously. Yeah, this has yeah. been my life for basically since 2007. Really? Is when all this started happening. So we had to get it down to point two. So you had to bring the chemist in. Yeah, well, we had to do, yeah, because we basically have a big chemical reactor on the side of the truck now. It does two things. First, there's this big filter. It's called a DPF, diesel particulate filter. It literally pulls all that stuff out of the air, all that black soot and stuff, collects it. And when it gets to a certain level, Mm. we inject diesel fuel into it, and it gets up like to 800 degrees. On the truck? On the truck. There's this massive thing that gets up to 800 degrees, and it turns that soot into ash. I mean, basically ash that you can put in your farms or in your Do you clean it out? Uh, Yeah, it has to be cleaned out every, uh, I want to say 100,000 miles. Okay. Maybe once a year you got to clean it out. That's not bad. All right. So that's the first thing we had to do. The second thing we had to do is we had to take out the the NOx, because that causes smog. And so the way you do that is either you can recirculate the exhaust, which makes the engines runs hotter. You've got more problems with EGR valves. Mm. You have to cool. We have to cool the exhaust before you actually stick it in. So now mm. you you have another radiator, which you have to cool it down. Mm. You have all kinds of valves. You got soot buildup. I don't know. In gasoline cars, we had EGR valves. Yeah, they get fouled up. Oh yeah. Big problem. You actually cut down the performance of your engine by doing an EGR valve. Yes. And the more knocks you got to get out, the more more EGR you have to re- gas exhaust gas mm. you have to recirculate. All right. That's not the best thing. Right. Got a lot of complaints about that. Mm. So y'all did this. We did that. Did that was what? our that was our first step. That was your first shot. All right. The next step was to, and I think what actually the the step was it was two. It was two grams. Mm. We took it down to a half a gram. We did that with heavy EGR. Mm. Then we said, then we were told, now we got to go to point two. Mm. All right. So that's when we said, okay, this is not going to work. They're not going to, people are not going to like the way these cars drive, these trucks drive. Mm. So we introduce the SCR. So what it does is it injects this NH3 into the exhaust stream. Yeah. All right. It goes across this, the catalyst. And it converts the NOx and NH3 into H2O and N2, which is really? nitrogen. So, um, so NO2, NOx bad into it's seventy percent of our air already, right? So the def fluid is going in prior to the catalyst. That's right. What's it, the def fluid? The def fluid is the it's about sixty percent urea and thirty oh, percent right, right. purified that. water. Yep. 
That uh, so I know at least one listener that is is hanging on every word of this. At that's this right, right. Yeah. Now the question is, and that's my buddy down yeah. in Huntsville. All right. Yeah, because I, I guarantee he's 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 all into this episode at this point. So the question is, why do we? Why is it there? Mm-hmm. The reason we the, the the engine manufacturers went to this direction is that we could lower the temperature of the engines. The engines didn't have to run as hot. When they don't have to run as hot. You don't have to cool it as much. And the other thing is we don't have to suck some power out of it by dumping mm-hmm. exhaust gas back into the engine. Does that drop your power? It does. Okay. It does. So. I've learned quite a bit we, at this we're, point. So we're, we've got a much better performing engine by yeah. doing this. Now, by doing that, now we're at point two. So we've reduced it down by 90%. Uh-huh. 90%, Cecil. Which is that thing. Guess what? Guess what? We're not done yet. By law or by, by law, design? By law. Where do they want it to go to? In 2027, we have to go to 0.035. Are you all going to do it the same way, or you got to come up with something new? Or can you tell me? Is it I can't trait? tell you. You can't tell me? I can't tell you. Wait and see. Wait and see, but it's coming. But you got plans. The law is not, the law is not a secret. Right. Everyone knows it's called EPA 27. Right. And we got we to gotta, we gotta meet it. Trucks have to meet it. Trucks have to meet it. cars have to meet it? Ah. <sighs> No, I don't. I don't know what their regulation. This was for heavy duty engines. Yeah. So this is us. So can you still run like an old truck that's got the, the black smoke rolling out? You can. Uh, you can, uh, but not in California. Okay. California made a rule that if you want to operate in California, you have to have a truck with this technology, and it started in 2010. So you can't run a truck older than 2010 in California. Really? Yep. So. I've got so many questions now. This might go into two episodes. Let's go. The uh, so my my beloved old Honda, I took it in for its inspection. And yeah, it made it through another one. Right. Next year, it doesn't have to meet emission standards. Anymore. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Why would you have Why would you have cars that didn't have to meet emission standards? We'll go back to that later because I want to finish it. But okay. All right. So you got the def fluid in the truck. Yeah. It's running prior to the catalyst. Yeah. It's it's actually spring a mist in there. So where do you fill up on def fluid? Def. A def. Where do you fill up a def? Yeah. At the big truck stops. They have. There's it. usually a pump for def fluid. How and much is it per gallon? It's uh, and so this was this was one of the things that we yeah. the, the bait and switch have happened to the consumer. Yeah. It runs about four dollars a gallon. Wow. Yeah. That seems like a lot. I, I'm pretty sure it's four dollars a gallon. And diesel's, we were told diesel's what four or five dollars. It's per running gallon about too? four or five dollars a gallon now too. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the, the 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 sad thing is when when they were doing the cost cost benefit analysis on this. Yeah. So you can get you can get two and a half. Yeah. This is not cheap. We were told it's going to cost about a dollar a gallon. So how many gallons of def do you need for? What's the ratio? That's a to good. That's def a, to to diesel. That's a good question. So. What we try to do, so okay, so at Walmart, Walmart, mm. two and a half gallons of DEF for thirty-five bucks. Good gracious! It's actually more than more than diesel, and it was sold to us as being, mm. oh, it's going to be great. It's only about a dollar a gallon. So this technology was developed for all these engines, or was it developed? Per There's company? a couple. There, there was one, two OEMs. Mm. Original engine manufacturers or original equipment manufacturers—I mm. won't tell say their name—they mm. both tried to do it without doing the death, 
And they said, oh, we've got this great thing. Mm. You're not going to have to put this DEF in. All you other OEMs are doing the DEF. You guys are crazy. Mm. Well, one of them's out of business. Mm. One of them lost a significant part of their market share because their engines wouldn't work. Well, how did y'all develop the infrastructure for DEF? Because you have to have these pumps somewhere. Yeah, well, it's also... I mean, that's the struggle with electric engines. We can't get the infrastructure. The first thing that we, the first thing that happened was mm-hmm. that you just had these two, two and a half gallon jugs just laying around in. everywhere. Huh. So you had to go in. What you do is you go into the store, huh. and right next to your windshield wiper fluid right. was your DEF. And, and you can still go buy DEF today. Like I said, at Walmart, you can buy DEF. All right, so I got two questions now. Yeah. Can you run an engine, a DEF engine, yeah. without the DEF fluid? There's a sensor, and it'll, it'll trigger the engine to say, you're not running with DEF, you're going to run dirty, and it, what it calls is it derates the engine. So you can only go 15 miles per hour. It really? Makes, yeah. And you can't fake it. Because is that the law? It is. Okay. And you can't fake it either. You can't just dump water in it because there's a um, DEF quality sensor that senses... Wow. That you actually put DEF in there. If you didn't put no DEF in there, idea. it derates the engine. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, so that's my first question. Was can you, oh, those were my two questions. Is how did you get the infrastructure, and then can you fake it? And you right. can't fake it. You can't fake it. Now, if you own a pickup truck, like a light-duty pickup truck, the, uh, the amount of DEF, obviously, you, know, you were asking about what ratio, mm-hmm. what, what, what the ratio was. Yeah. And I want to say it's about, so... We can we can have 300 gallons of diesel on a truck, mm-hmm. and I think we put um, 100. It's 107 liters. We measure everything in liters, so that's yeah. but that's about 25 gallons of death per 300,000. Per gallons. 300 gallons. Um, 300. 300 30, gallons. 30, how many? How many? 300 gallons of diesel. Oh, 20, gallons. Okay. 25 gallons of death. Okay. It's about the ratio. Wow. Now, now, you, you, and you, you can a, almost go on two, but you can almost go on two diesel fill-ups on that. Do you have a def gauge in that cab? You absolutely do. I, this there's is like two a, gauges. It's like a whole there's a fuel gauge, world. There's a def gauge. So can that, like, if you get pulled over, yeah, by by some type of enforcement, can they check and see if you've been running def free? No, or you're you're self-regulated. Yeah, you, they don't have to. They don't, they don't have, have to. to. Gotcha. They don't have to because the engine will will kick you out now. There are workarounds, I'm sure, for especially right. for light duty pickup trucks. People can, you know, you, you can put a new chip in there. Refl- you right. Know. So you, light you can, duty has to run DEF? Oh, yeah. So yeah. if I still had my celebrity, Chevy Celebrity Diesel, I'd be running DEF? Yeah. Well, that was the big stink. That was the big stink behind huh. Dieselgate and Volkswagen. Oh. Remember yeah. that? They were faking it. Uh, I didn't know what they were faking. They were faking. I knew the, they were faking emissions. They were but. faking the emissions, and they didn't have to put death at the time. Uh, but guess what? When they got caught, guess what yeah. they did? When they retrofitted those vehicles, they, to make more, they had to p- figure out where to put a death tank. Say, so kids, this is why you should study your chemistry. Don't fake it. Maybe that's the words of wisdom. There's your words of wisdom. Right there. <laughs> words of wisdom for tonight, or don't fake it and study your chemistry. Now there's some room. So there's some myths behind death. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just? Use the bathroom in, in your DEF tank. Right, because it's got uric acid, urea. That's you right. Got urea. That's yeah. right. It's not purified water, I can promise you that. Mm. And the concentration's way low. 
Yes. Right. It's yep. way low. I mean, it's like yep. less than 5% you're right, 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 right. in what we excrete. Yeah. yeah. But this is closer to 60%. I mean, you need the real <laughs> deal. Okay. So, so that's you, that's also more of so wisdom. you can't pee in the Don't tank. pee in your tank. Okay. The, uh, Don't think you can invent the wizard, the onboard it, urea replenishment system. It's not going to work. <laughs> you got to get the real stuff. And this is obviously a you know a conspiracy. I mean, it is government driven. It's it's uh, regulation driven. Obviously, it is definitely regulation driven. Right. And people have asked, well, why don't you do it a different way? Mm. Well, there's only so many ways to skin a cat, and there's only so many chemical equations you can fill out to get from one one side of the equation to the other. Yep. And this was the this was actually the best one we came up with. I wonder why they don't do that for gasoline engines. I wonder if that'd be more effective than the catalytic converter. So everybody that, again, for anybody that we've completely lost at this point, uh, the catalytic converter does the same thing mm-hmm. on, the, on that gasoline engine. It right. converts certain uh, gases that are harmful to the environment mm-hmm. to water and carbon monoxide. Mm-hmm. Dioxide. Dioxide. You do get some carbon. It converts carbon monoxide to carbon dioxide. It does and water. Trans- yeah. Right. Yeah. And it all. Well, the other thing that the catalytic converter does mm. is that in a gasoline motor, you get a lot of still unburnt compounds coming out. And when it goes to the that particular catalytic converter, that's why it gets so hot. Mm. It's actually burning what we didn't burn in the combustion chamber mm. of a gasoline engine. Mm. We're actually burning in that catalytic converter. That's why oh. it gets so hot. Huh. That's why you don't park your car over Overly. dried grass <laughs> or leaves That because that thing has gotten hot because it's yeah. burning. We discussed this in we another did. episode. Yeah. We had some, we know some people. This has been quite educational, <laughs> but I think we've come to the end of it. Is that, that right? Well, that, yeah. that don't sound right. That don't sound right. But you have come to the end of another episode this is uh, this may go down as one of my favorite episodes. I uh, I learned a lot tonight. Hey man, I'm I'm, I'm happy to. I was surprised we were going to talk about it, but it does. When you do think about it, when you think about having to put death fluid inside your diesel truck, it does, that don't sound right. That don't sound right. right, especially if you thought you had to put it in your fuel tank. Yeah, you don't put it in your fuel tank. There's a separate little tank. I didn't know it existed until just recently. Yeah, there's a separate little fuel tank. Yeah, that's certainly. Tank. I didn't know it, it existed for passenger. Yeah, vehicles. for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. interesting. All right. Um, well, before we close, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. If this is your first time, enjoyed the conversation. Would you hitting consider hitting subscribe button on your platform? Also, think about rating us or leaving us a review. Also, please visit our advertiser, Wonderfully Made Designs, which is a small business specializing in custom-made T-shirts and decals. Contact Casey uh, on Facebook at Wonderfully Made Designs, 139.14. Use code TDSR10 for 10% off your first order. And it doesn't have to be a TDSR order. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you could be getting anything from her. Yeah, that's really nice of her. You don't have to be getting a TDSR t-shirt, but you can. I would would really, you know what would make my day one day? What's that? Is to see our logo, our sticker, on someone else's car. (laughs) (laughs) Besides our car. Besides our car. Uh, That would be cool. Um, So That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I am your co-host and sound engineer, Cecil. Peter is your other host and the web designer. Go see the website. Uh, Camille is our occasional barista. I do want to mention on the episode page of our website, Mm -hmm. 
I've started putting in readers' email comments. Oh, nice. So for if, 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 if you are not a reader, a listener. Yeah. So if you were a listener and you send us an email, I took your comment and I put it into the episode, like a blog, mm. into the episode that you commented on. Now, I didn't put your name, so don't worry about it. But if you mm. want us to mention your name on the website, just let us give us permission to do it. I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. We're very sensitive about names overall. That's right. Yep. Uh, just because we don't want to use your name if you don't want it to be used. Um, Ella, whose name we can use, is our Instagram. Is that uh, really her name? <laughs> <laughs> is our Instagram curator. Giorgio test all our merchandise, which we need to get him some new merchandise. Uh, Brent is our international brand ambassador, and he told me a story of his trip to Italy that just yeah. don't sound right. Ah, do we need to get him on board? We need to get him on board okay. for that one. And as always, listen number one is Scott. Scott. So until next week, keep talking. And stay curious. <laughs> <laughs>